Welcome to the Think Like a CFO podcast, where we dig into not only what it takes to start a business, but to keep your business thriving for years to come using my signature CFO money method framework. I'm your host, Melissa Houston, and I am a CPA and business financial coach. I have over 20 years of experience in business, and it is my passion to share my knowledge of business finance and personal finance with other women. You can also follow me with my column at Forbes.com or my column with Entrepreneur.com. Hello, hello, and welcome to the Think Like a CFO podcast. Today is a solo episode where it's just you and me talking, and I want to talk to you about what the heck business finances are and why you should care. Often I get that question. People think that business finance, like that's just lingo for large corporations or, you know, multi-million and billion dollar businesses. But business finances are for both small businesses and large businesses. All businesses need a business financial plan. So we are going to talk about that and we're going to get a little bit more excited about it because this is where you make your money. Okay, so before we begin, Let's just talk a little bit about life. We're going to slow down a little bit and I'm going to tell you, I'm going to share with you a story where I want you to know that today, May 24th, is the day this episode is airing and this is the official kickoff to summer here in Canada. Okay, winters are really long in Canada. Technically, you know, spring arrives around March where I live. And for those of you who don't know me, I live in Ottawa, which is the capital of Canada. And I'm very proud to be Canadian, but you know, these winters are a bitch to survive. And this year was extremely hard because of COVID and all the restrictions. But when May 2-4 weekend comes along, we get very, very excited because it's the first kickoff to the series of long weekends that we have in the summer. And we love this because the weather's getting nice. You know, there, there's very little chance of snow. I'm not going to say it's never happened, but... There's very little chance, you know, the days are warm, we're at plus 20s, plus 30s, well, plus 30s usually starts maybe in July, but, and for those of you who don't know, I cannot convert it to Fahrenheit, I'm not very good at that, so I speak in Celsius. So anyways, the weather is nice, we wear shorts, t-shirts, we go swimming, and we start living a life outside, which is fantastic, because we get our vitamin D, and we're just feeling happy, we get to go outside, and you know, some of us go camping, go by a lake, go to our cottages, cottages are huge in Canada, you know, just the summer months ahead just show like Canadians live for these summer months. It is truly exciting. And if you don't know what a 2-4 is, it's what we affectionately refer to as a case of beer. So beer usually comes with 24 bottles of beer in, in a case. So Canadians are clever and we call a case of beer 2-4. And then we party all summer long because we just love the summer in Canada. So Canadians typically get super happy during this time of year. So as much as we absolutely love Canada, like my husband and I, when I say this, we're really finding the winters really tough. We often dream about relocating to a nice tropical place, but we have no idea where. Because, you know, we love Canada so much. And if Canada had a tropical place, we would definitely be there. Unfortunately, that's not the case. So 
If you have any suggestions for where we can go for the winters, I mean, they would call us snowbirds, I guess, where we would just flee Canada for the winter and then come back for the summer. So if you have ideas, I would love to hear about them because we really are searching seriously for a nice little place to go in the winter where it's warm and it's and the people are nice and friendly. So email them to me directly or DM me on my Instagram account. So I would love to hear them. My Instagram account is at Melissa Houston CPA. And you can email me at info at melissahoustoncpa.com. Okay, but enough about trying to get out of winter and, you know, just basically being miserable during the winter and super happy in the summer in Canada. We really need to get on to the subject of the show today. So I often refer to the money management in your business as business finances. And I had a client say to me that they had no idea what I was talking about when I refer to money management. So when I'm talking about money management and business finances, they are essentially the same thing. You know, we talk about personal finances. Generally, people know what personal finances is. You know, it's the money that you bring in, like from your job or wherever, and then you pay your personal bills, like living expenses. And so that's all personal finance. Business finance is what's going on in your business. So whether you're a small business or a large business, you should really have a business finance plan in your business. So I thought it would be great to cover this in an episode to avoid the confusion or reduce confusion about what your business finances are and get really clear on exactly what you should be managing in your business. So business finance is one of the most functional areas of business, along with marketing, management, human resources, information technology, and production management. So business finances is a huge chunk of what's going on in your business. It is the most important functional area because finance is essentially the lifeblood of a business. So that means the money that's flowing in and out of the business is what keeps the business going. And unfortunately, they estimate about 87% of businesses fail due to financial mismanagement. So you really want to make sure that you're managing your business finances well, because that is, in essence, what keeps your business going. The finance function, which is related to accounting, is responsible for pumping the money to other operational areas of the business. So it means like if you've got marketing bills that you need to pay or payroll, you know, you've got employees that you need to pay, like basically everything in business is business finance absolutely everything. There's nothing that goes on in your business, whether it's directly or indirectly, that doesn't touch your bottom line. So money is allocated for daily operations and special projects in appropriate amounts by the finance function. The goal of a business firm should be to allocate money to the functional areas of the company in a manner that maximizes the wealth of the business owners. That is the responsibility of business finance. So what that means in layman's terms is you want to make sure that your money is being allocated so well that, you know, you've got your money coming in and the money going out and you're making a profit each and every month. So the profit is what the business owners get to either reinvest into their business or they can keep for themselves through dividend payments. Now, before I continue, I hope your eyes aren't glazing over because I know that, you know, sometimes when we hear this kind of conversations, it's enough to put us to sleep because I truly want this to be fun. And when you're managing your finances and you're managing your numbers, which is essentially your money, 
that can be fun, but you have to realize this is your money and you're managing how much profit that you're going to make in your business. So that should get you excited because money gets everybody excited. When we're making a lot of money, it's super, super happy. And when we're not meeting our expectations, we tend to get very emotional and negative and, you know, feel like failures. So when you've got the tools to ensure that you're managing your money well within your business, you can take those tools and apply them confidently so that you're making money in your business. When you're managing your own money and watching that money roll in and grow, that is a very exciting feeling. You work hard for your money. So the idea of keeping as much money as you can for your business, that really should excite you. So managing your books and your money goes so much further than completing a tax return. So many business owners think, well, all I have to do is just keep up my accounting. I'll have a bookkeeper do that. And then we take it to the tax accountant who completes our tax return. And that's really our responsibility. And then we just complete this or we continue this process every year. But that is not going to be extremely beneficial to you because from the bookkeeping function to what your accountant will offer you at the end of the year, there's so much going on in your business where you in fact can get involved and take control of and make sure that you're making the most money you possibly can make throughout the year. So these skills are super valuable to you. When you use your financial reports as a tool in your business, it will help you make more money. And I'm here to show you how this is possible. So first, we're going to talk about what business finance is. So business finance, as I mentioned earlier, is a fancy word for how to manage the money in your business. Business finance is one of the most important areas of a company since money is the driving force of a business. Accounting is responsible for taking the raw financial data generated by a business and developing the financial statements for the business owner. So it goes from bookkeeping, which is essentially just recording all your transactions in your business. It's the base of your financial base of your business. That's where all your data is held is in the bookkeeping. And when you generate financial reports that's taking that data and turning it into meaningful information in these financial reports, that's where the gold is because that is the information that you get to interpret. That's the story that your business is telling you. It's the feedback. It's telling you where you're doing really well in your business and where you need to improve on. So it's always wise to take those areas that you're doing well on and capitalize on that. And for areas of weakness, you need to tweak and make adjustments so that you're improving it and as a result, increasing your profit. Essentially what happens is the data gets inputted into your bookkeeping system, which I already talked about, and then you run reports off that data. So the business finance function is responsible for the management of the company's money, the process of obtaining funds for the company, and the management of how much risk the company should take in order to return an adequate amount of money to the owners. Okay, that's just a really fancy way of saying this is how you're going to make money in your business. This is where the profit is. And essentially, as a business owner, you're more likely to be concerned about making the profit. In a small business, business owners and managers should have a basic understanding of business finance, even if they outsource certain areas of their financial operations. So for example, a small business may outsource at least part of its bookkeeping and accounting. 
Becoming familiar with the basics of business finance can give an owner some additional tools to help understand the financial complexities of business ownership. So this is where I come in and where I'm always saying that regardless of how you manage your bookkeeping and accounting within your business, you should never check out of your business finances. You are the CEO of your business and being a top CEO means that you understand how your money is managed in your business. So like I said, business finances are a core of your business and 87% of businesses fail due to financial mismanagement. So I'm here to help you learn how to manage your business so that it will be successful. It will be around for years to come. And the time it takes to learn this information, the return on that investment of time will just be like, I don't know, it will snowball in monetary return. CEOs of large companies always have CFOs to guide them in their business. Have you ever noticed that? There's always CEO of the business. I mean, we're talking about big businesses. Let's look at Apple, for example. You've got your CEO and you've got your CFO. You've got the C-suite of people, right? So CFO is a chief financial officer. And the chief financial officer is always guiding the CEO to make intelligent business decisions that will be profitable. There's a saying that if you want to know what's really going on in your business, you need to ask the accountant. And it's so true. You know, I have over 20 years of experience working as an accountant. And I can tell you when I sit into meetings with senior management, and they don't know what's going on, because they're not looking at their financial statements, I can tell immediately, because I am very familiar with the financial statements. And I can tell you exactly what's going on, because I've read them and I understood them. So that's my role in a business is I would explain, you know, what's going on to make sure that the senior executives are fully aware. But you don't have the senior executives, you don't have those people to guide you. Because chances are, if you're listening to this episode, you're not a big, large corporation in America, you're probably one of the small businesses. And you need to know this stuff because as smaller business owners, we need to wear so many different hats in our business to ensure business success. So this is good information that you definitely need to be paying attention to. And the other thing is you really need to take the emotion out of that feedback. And that feedback is your financial reports or your money. Because whether this feedback is positive, negative, or telling you a neutral story, there is nothing personal in business. This is just information that's being conveyed to you in a direct manner and is telling you how to manage your business. And that's valuable information. So some people tend to hide from that information because they don't want to feel like a loser or a failure or whatever the case may be. But that's not what your business is trying to tell you. Your business is just simply saying, hey, you know, this is going well, this is not going so well, you need to fix this in order for this to happen. Plain and simple, there's no emotion there. And I know it's easier said than done. But believe me, if you invest the time it takes to get over these mindset issues and limiting beliefs and whatever you want to call them, and just get to the core of the issue and make your business a success, that will pay off exponentially. So let's say, for example, you're a product-based business and you sell four different offers. One of them you consider to be your best seller because customers seem to really want it. That's the most popular offer that you have for sale. So you put all your efforts into promoting it. 
But when you use your financial reports and you compare all your four offers, you realize that offer two is actually your most profitable, which you didn't know before. Okay, so that means that offer two is making you more money in your business than, you know, let's say offer four, and it's making more money by a lot. Why wouldn't you put your resources into promoting offer two, which has a higher profit margin and will make more money in less effort than it takes to promote offer four? You see what I mean? When you get that information there and you've got it in front of your face, you know, numbers don't lie. You can't argue with numbers. If your report is saying, and it's included all the information properly, and it's telling you, oh, you've got a bigger profit margin on offer two than you do four, and it's by a lot, you should be really pushing offer, offer two. You should be getting behind that and pushing it if you want your business to be more financially successful. So another component of business finances is called corporate finance. And that's a broad description of the planning, management, and control of a company's money. Corporate finance includes working capital management, financial statement analysis, cash budgeting, capital budgeting, and so much more. So what this means is you are creating a financial plan for your business. So that was a lot of really big words that probably put you to sleep just listening to. But what I'm going to break it down for you. Corporate finance, you know, that sounds very businessy and very like multi-million dollar business. And in small businesses, corporate finance is just as important, but you usually don't apply that terminology. So in a small business, the owner conducts the daily financial operations of the company. In larger businesses, daily finance decisions may be made by the owner or manager, but they also have a finance committee or an advisory board. So different businesses and the size of the businesses have different structures in their business. I will definitely touch on the role of advisory boards in a later episode because it's super important to know about. But for simplicity's sake, for now, we're just going to stick with the internal function of business finance. Okay, so I hope the explanation I've offered makes sense. It can get confusing if you get lost in the business language of the, the explanation. But when you strip away all the high level words and terminology, you get to the heart of the matter. And since accounting is a universal language, it doesn't hurt to learn the big words because then when you're in a room with other business owners who may be more advanced than you would consider yourself to be for business finances, you can understand the conversation because you've invested the time to learn the terminology. Okay, so now I want to share with you a story about a client of mine, and we're going to call her Jackie. Okay, I just literally made that name up. So please know that I am not sharing personal client information. And I'm going to start by saying that Jackie's story is not a unique story. I have dealt with many, many Jackies in my career. And this story may resonate with you as well, because it's such a common story. So Jackie was managing her business finances on her own. And like many entrepreneurs, Jackie was measuring the success of her business by the amount of money that she had in her bank account. So having been cash infused with venture capital funding with several hundreds of thousands of dollars, she felt protected because she had that money in the bank and she felt confident because she had that financial backing. Jackie felt that she was set financially. So off to work she went, getting the systems in place and building her product-based business. Of course, at the outset of the business, you need to realize that a lot of money 
is going out of the business. So you're experiencing a huge outflow of cash and not a lot of money coming in. This is the time period where you really need to be monitoring the money in your business and how much you're spending. It's crucial because you do not have an infinite amount of, or most of us do not have an infinite amount of money to spend in our business because eventually the cash will dry up. Unfortunately, Jackie was not aware of this. Jackie just kept monitoring the progress by her cash balance in the bank. If there was money in the account, she felt that she had the cash to cover it until she started noticing that the money was running out. By the time she realized that she was cash poor in the business, that the money had definitely run out, it was almost too late. It required her to take some serious action and efforts to save her business from going bankrupt before it even had a chance to get off the ground. So you need to be extremely careful when you've been cash infused for your business, whether it's, you know, venture capital, or you've got, you know, you've invested your personal finances into your business, or maybe friends and family have floated you loans or whatever, whatever amount of cash that you've had to start your business, you need to be extremely careful with it right from the beginning. Because when that cash runs out, you will have a very hard time keeping your business going because you need cash. Cash has to come in and cash has to go out of a business to survive. So for Jackie, this meant serious action of selling. She had to start getting her sales in place earlier than what she had planned in order to get money in the door and start meeting the financial obligations that they couldn't meet because the money had dried out. So it's a very stressful time and it's a very stressful situation to get yourself into with business. Some businesses make it through that very scary time and it's a tough time. And unfortunately, a lot of businesses don't. The statistics are very real when I tell you that 87% of businesses fail due to financial mismanagement. So it sounds overwhelming, but when you do have a good system in place, you can manage your own business finances painlessly. In fact, you will get into such a routine that you won't even notice it after a while. And you will get massive benefits from tracking your financial plan. So my job is to take that overwhelm out of the equation and to teach you step by step in manageable pieces what you need to know to manage your business. I'm not teaching you how to be an accountant. I am teaching you how to be a better business owner, entrepreneur, CEO, founder of your business, whatever title you relate to. You need to be the best CEO of the business that you can possibly be. So I would love for you to go to the show notes today and download the five-step roadmap to biz finance freedom that will guide you on how to get your business finances set up. So this is a guide that is showing you basically from, we're assuming that you've got your bookkeeping platform in place, like your financial data is all on the up and up, it's accurate, it's verifiable. And if you are having trouble with your bookkeeping system, you can listen to episode number 21, which is how to hire a trustworthy bookkeeper. So with this download, you take this guide and you can build upon your business. You can look at the steps that you need to take to ensure that you are building a financially successful and viable business. Because As an entrepreneur myself, I understand the effort that it takes to build a business. This is your baby and you want to ensure that it's going to be here for the long term. So trust me when I say when you get your business finances in order, you will improve 
the odds of your business staying around for years to come exponentially. So go and download that five-step roadmap to biz finance freedom. Thanks for listening to the Think Like a CFO podcast with Melissa Houston, CPA. If you've enjoyed this episode, leave us a review. Your ratings and reviews help more people like you find our podcast. Don't forget to hit subscribe and share this episode with someone you think would love it. Until next time, I'm Melissa Houston. And remember, nobody will ever care about your business as much as you do. So never give your financial power away.